Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19, all new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Hey, everybody. We've got... Maybe we got a wild one for you this week. Saturday. But it's Friday. That's right. We have the winner and champion of season one of Go, Go, Forth, Go! And world traveling dancer on the show with us today. It's Rico TV. What do we talk about? We get to the bottom of Shangela. <laughs> Him being a bottom. Supportive moms and face tattoos. That's right. We have a lot of conversation. We bounce all over the place. And let me tell you. Get your uh, stretching mat together because this diva is flexible. She can do a split on a dick. Barbie's addiction. M. Oh. M. Mom. When first choice is a big old bus, you turn around and boom, you end up with us. Our number is 213 uh, 536 okay. 91! I said 91! I said 91! 8 0. Our email is sloppy seconds pod at gmail.com. Now on with the show. How you slap you stupid Hello, you are cranked. Cranked. Okay. <laughs> A lot's happened. You went from I, zero to 60. I don't know. The, I don't know. I'm here for it. I took one of those five-hour energy drinks. Well, it was Kirkland brand, so I don't know. And then you grabbed what you thought was a water. I grabbed what I thought was a pineapple mango, but if you read right here in big letters, it do say hard seltzer. So, and I, so it's noon. <laughs> First of all, it's not. And also, you're getting drunk, baby. We've got an exciting episode today. Yeah, we have a very fun episode. What would you say your outfit is giving? It's giving very caftan. When I put it on, Michael at home was like, "You're you look comfortable. You look like Hecklina." It is giving. It's Heclina. giving very Hecklina, which is okay because she's no longer giving. She died in that fire. <laughs> no, Hecklina is still alive. You but she, continue to perpetuate the rumor that Hecklina's dead. She's not. I, I just her. did a show with her in San Francisco during Pride, and I saw her out of drag at my concert in Palm Springs. She came out for you, not for me. For Man on man. Oh. All right. Uh, so we have an exciting episode uh, for you today. As you know, a few months ago, yeah, or a month uh, so ago, we were reviewing all the episodes of our favorite TV show. Go, go, go for the gold! gold! And uh, this is a long time coming, but we do in fact have the winner. Ooh, we have a winner! So please welcome dancer, creator, coach, tattoo enthusiast, and winner of Go Go for the Gold. It's, it's Rico, Rico TV. Ow, bow, 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 bow. Oh crown yeah, crown it. it. What did you get? You didn't get a crown. Are you crowning? I got like this little sash. Okay. Oh right. Mm -hmm. That says America's number one Go Go superstar star. Oh yes, Go Go superstar star. 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 Yeah. And you got ten thousand dollars. And I got ten thousand dollars in the bank. Did you say two? Ten. Okay. Did you already spend it all? Um, I spent some of it already. I heard you just bought some Louboutins. <laughs> I sure did. Ah! How big are your feet? Uh, forty-one. I'm um, wear I wear 40? nine in men, so forty-two. Twelve, in, 12 I, in women. Yeah, forty-two. I hate that. the big size. They don't. The they don't make them sturdy for us. Big yeah, girls. well, they don't make them sturdy, let alone big enough. <laughs> oh yeah, Louboutins break constantly, don't they? They're a delicate isn't, shoe. Isn't it like the BMW? But she likes her heels shoe? in the air. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I like going to air, so it's cool. Well, good for you. So you just got back from Europe? Uh-huh. How was that? It was so much fun. I had a great time. What yeah. were you doing? You were working with someone? <sighs> yes, I was I was dancing with Todrick Hall. <gasps> now, how did that call come around? <laughs> well, you've danced with Todrick for years. <laughs> for years, yes. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. For years, baby. So he's loyal to his faves. Yes. No, you have really, you've traveled like all over the world yes. for dance stuff. Yes. Whether it be for like competition stuff, teaching stuff, 
gigs, dancing. Other artists. Yeah. Yeah. Because I remember where I first saw you was iconically in Shangela's working girl video, <laughs> literally from 10 years ago. What? I came to work, 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 work. You're in that video. Is the bus still running? That's how it ends. <laughs> that was the first, was that the first drag queen video you ever did? Or did you do some <sighs> prior to that? Um, that? Yeah, I feel like that was the first drag music video I did. But back then, I mean, there were still things happening back then. It was just more low key. Like not a lot of, it didn't get around. Not on the internet. Viral. Well, yeah, because yeah, it was also 10 years ago. So the um, internet was different. Yeah. Were you a part of like the drag scene? Like, did you know the people you backup dance for them yeah. a lot? Well, I was a part of a group called Barbie's Addiction. <gasps> oh! Oh my oh, god! I forgot about yes. that. Oh my god, I know Barbie's addiction! Yes. Wait, but it was only two people when I stepped on the scene. When we started, it was three people. Ooh. It was me and him and his boyfriend. Or wow, him. Them and their boyfriend. Uh -huh. Their boyfriend. Yes. We're leaving that one in. And so <laughs> you so what happened? <laughs> yeah, wait, what you happened? You got because... sick of doing this? <laughs> 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 Well, <laughs> <laughs> too much for you. Too much. Okay. You leave Barbie alone. No, I'm a big I think Barbie it's stunning. Fan. That's uh -huh. a very important skill. Well, the thing was, we were sharing a drag queen, drag queen rate between the three of us. Oh, so, so you were getting so you were getting like yeah, yeah, like thirteen dollars. So it was not sustainable. But we did it for a long time. We did it for about five or six years. We were twirling around West Hollywood and all the clubs in. And how you know, old were you at that point? We were fresh out. I was 18, 19. Yeah. Yeah, Barbie's young. Yeah. He had, um, they had just came from um, uh, Arizona and we just started up. Uh, and you're from home. LA. I'm from LA, yes. Yeah. What part of LA are you from? Uh, I am from Carson, California. Yeah, you know Carson. Yeah, Carson. Yeah. By hilarious Carson Cressley. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, mayor of Carson, Carson Cressley. Um, wait, wait, did you start? So when you started with Barbie's Addiction, you were probably working with like Delta Work and Raja and they were all um, the WeHo girls. Well, um, yeah, we were doing like the same shows that we were doing. Uh, we, I was doing Showgirls, like just like the little interludes in between. You know, um, we would do Ganja Barbie, like we would dance with we would dance with Lady Gaga. I mean, Lady Gaga with La Ganja. <laughs> So and is who is the gay lady? <laughs> yes, exactly. Severe blunt bobs. And uh -huh, yeah, because yeah, you're also in that Laganja video. Um, what's the one? The the big one. Come on. Uh, you're in many Laganja videos, aren't you? Yes, I'm in yeah. a few of them. Look what's at a, me is the big. Look one. at me. Yeah. Yeah. Look at me is the big. Oh, one. That yeah. has it's got the scene in the front and then the courtroom. Uh -huh. That video is incredible. Yeah. So did that inspire you to go-go dance? Like, what made you go from being Barbie's Addiction a little twirler girl? Well, I was go-going and doing Barbie's Addiction at the same time. So oh. She was first. Yeah, she was. In her dance. It was very first. Well, we'll look at the OnlyFans and find out for sure. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, what are some of the other drag queens you've worked with? You've worked with Mo Hart. Mo Hart. Um, RuPaul. Yes! <laughs> How many times have you danced you know on Drag Mama Race? Ru? Um, I've been on Drag Race about five times. And Six you're times, in the, actually. are you in Kitty Girl? I'm in Kitty Girl, yeah. That was the first <sighs> Drag Race thing I did. And then I did season, All-Stars 4. I did All-Stars 5. And you've danced next to and, RuPaul. In and I danced the, next to RuPaul. What did she smell like? She smelled, it was crazy because the only time I got to stand next to her was when we were dancing uh -huh. on stage. And she just smelled like heaven. It was amazing. Who'd, who's the stand-in when you're doing like the lighting and the staging? And all well, that? she was actually there for the tech rehearsals. So, oh, oh. Yeah. wow. Yeah. Did not expect that. For, well, that was also what, five or six years ago. Yeah, so was, yeah. that's back when she What was song was it? It was uh, Charisma, Uniqueness, Nerve, and Talent. Cunt. It was Cunt, yeah. I don't think I know that one. It's one Charisma, that they did. uniqueness, nerve, and talent. talent. <laughs> yeah, is that song? I do know the words. <laughs> when you go on Drag Race to dance, is it hard to not spill who's there? Oh, uh, yeah. And but, have you done it? Yeah. You've told some friends. I've, well, okay. I've Can I say that I had a roommate that worked on Drag Race one year? And I'd be like, tell me all the girls' names. Like, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. They were in the room. They were, like, helping them get dressed. That was their job. He'd come home. He'd be like, he named, like, four of the already famous ones that everyone knew was on. And then he was like, can't remember the rest. He was like, not <laughs> memorable. And then the four that he named became the top four. And he was like, and I was like, mm. uh -huh. But then one of them that he was like, she's so sweet to me. She's the nicest girl I've ever met was Pheromone. 
Oh. He like couldn't stop saying enough nice things about pheromone. I was like, that's weird because that's not the general reaction she gets from people. Yeah. Thoughts? Interesting. I mean, people aren't what you see on camera. Well, the funny thing is when you're in there, like everybody's like, all, all the other dancers, they have no idea what, who anybody is. They're just like, whatever, it's another job. Right. But I'm in there and I'm like freaking out because I'm like, oh my gosh, I, know. I, know, I know everybody. So, Well, that's something that I really, really love about you is because you're clearly like uh, a really supportive super fan of drag, of drag race, yeah. of like all these queens. Yeah. But also like you get booked and you do the gigs. So you're inside of them and you're geeked. Yes. at doing the gigs. And uh -huh. I, I just like love that perspective because uh -huh. I think there are a lot of people who are like jaded about it or right. like it's just whatever. And it's yeah. like, it's really special to dance next to RuPaul on TV. Yeah. Uh -huh. It's a big deal. That's cool. Uh -huh. And it's not just drag. It's more so just anything that's LGBT related. Baggage. Yeah. Yeah. Just you like gay shit. Uh -huh. Yeah. I just like gay shit. Uh -huh. yeah. I love that. Okay. Yeah. So let's talk about the gayest shit in the world. Todrick Hall? <laughs> yeah, let's talk about Taldrick. What was the tour like? It was it was crazy. It was um it was just you know it was nuts. It's an international tour. Yeah, it was an international in tour. In a theater. And a he's theater. going around dressing up as in drag. He's doing yeah. the whole thing in full drag. Well, he does half the show in drag, and then halfway through he does a number where he like D-drags on stage. And then for the rest of the show, he is um, Todrick. Are you going to D-drag? Are you going to go, go. D-drag? I got to go. That just gives me such like, so he's this is and me. Ready. Not yeah, douche and ready. Yeah, by the end of the show. <laughs> oh, right. For the oh, families. do y'all go out and party afterwards? Or oh, oh, yeah. As a group? Okay. Oh, yeah. It's yes, time for the meet and greet. Uh -huh. Well, yeah. For the first, well, for the U.S. leg, it was very easy because we had a tour bus. So we were going out every night. Mm -hmm. And it was easy because you just jump on the, the tour bus and just go to bed. But during the... Uh, UK leg, it was very hard because we had to fly everywhere every night. So that was a hot mess. And what's it Wait, would you fly after a show or would they hotel yeah. you for the night and We'd then hotel you'd get after up a show. super early? Okay. Yeah, and that sucks because then it's like they get you to the hotel and then you have to Uber out and then come Uber back. And it's like so yeah. expensive after a while. Uber. We had to do that a bunch. And the yeah. Ubers over in the UK are expensive as hell. But you, he, he, that, that tour is very dance forward. Oh yeah. So there were like 20 something dancers? There How many? 16 dancers. That's a lot of dancers. That's a lot of bodies yeah. to move. And our choreographer was Kyle Tootin, who choreographs Tootin for- Tootin or Boot? <laughs> he choreographs for all the major K-pop groups in South Korea. So like all the big, like Blackpink and- yeah. Oh my God. Like all the big ITZY, like the big groups you see that are doing all the hard ass choreography. He's our choreographer. So our routines were not easy. Yeah, did you it do, looked like did it you was... do hips, heels, legs, work, mama? What's that song? Nails, hair, hips, hips heels. heels. Yeah, that's the one. And you're in the video for that too, right? <laughs> I'm in the Christmas version. What? There's like a few. Oh, there's like snubbed? four versions of that song. I, I wasn't available for the first version because uh, the pay wasn't there. So I couldn't do the first version. And there we have it. There we go. So some people do get paid. Because <laughs> some people stand up I, for themselves. I Have you made it to the house? The house <laughs> oh, yeah. I've been there. I've been to the house. Is it it's truly like a Disney magic world planet in there? I've heard it's insane. Uh, it's like, more like a movie set. <laughs> You know, oh. Like you show up, you know how like when you get to a movie set and you get there and you kind of look really close, you know, and you're kind of like, mm, this is movie magic. It's kind of uh -huh. like that. Uh -huh. Yes, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, a good uh, story to be told. Yeah, good story. A tale as old as time. Re almost, almost some would say renter friendly. All right, let's <laughs> take a Because you can take it down really easily. Yeah, it's like putting break. up wallpaper that's let's not real. Let's take a break. <laughs> Especially if you don't own the All property. Right, we'll be back after this This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. You know, a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? No, really, how would you use it, baby? Bet. I always think about my work week and how busy it is, and I'm like, I wish I had an actual weekend. Now that really comes down to me planning my life a lot better, but I would use it for leisure because I work so much. How? What would you use if there was extra time in your life? If I had more time, I would do more hobbies. I would like pick up you more activities hobbies. because I yeah. love hobbies, but I just, I barely have time to do the stuff that I actually have to do. Right. 
Well, the best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more with it. You know, I think therapy, like the biggest thing that I get out of therapy is new directives. Like, oh, try this, like make a change in how you think. I think we all think like, that's just how my brain works or like, this is how I see the world. But those things can shift and change and you can learn tools in therapy to be like, look at it this way or try a new way of going about a project or schedule your day a little different. You, those are things you can talk about with your therapist. Mm -hmm. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash sloppy today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash sloppy. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. And okay. we're back. Now let's talk go go for the goal. Yes. Yeah, so many of us, like if you're if you are deeply obsessed with internet content, I have been knowing about you and seeing you in so many places. But I think the majority of people met you on Go Go for the Gold. Yeah. Now, uh, how did you come about being on the show? They asked you. Well, I saw a flyer and Normally, I didn't see a flyer. I saw a flyer. I went to apply and then I didn't. <laughs> yeah, there was a flyer saying. Probably would have lost. They I know. They weren't fans of the Chubbos on that show. <laughs> <laughs> they were looking for go go dancers and the winner was going to get $10,000. So I was like, sign me the fuck up. And yeah, I had to make a self audition tape. And How long was yours? Mine was like a minute long. I just got was straight it? to the We chase. had one guest on who was on the show who was like, I made like a 30-minute video. <laughs> was it um, Randy Boot? It might have been Randy. I think it was Randy. Yeah. Um, That's so funny. So you still had to go audition, but they, what? Oh, no, no touching things? It's just making noise. Okay. <laughs> what were you going to ask? You already knew Johnny going into it, I'm assuming. Like, you've worked with Johnny. You've worked with, like, the queens that he's been around. No, I've never met Johnny before. I only... What? Uh, yeah, no. I just uh, watched him on Hey Queen before. That's the only way that I knew about him. Just That's uh, so crazy to me. I felt yeah. like everyone had... Like, I thought that he... Did he seem to have a personal relationship with any of the other contestants? Like, did he know any of them previous? Uh, well, I know only the ones who I knew were on the show, like Eddie Danger. Right, who was Danger, always on. Yeah, he was always on yeah. Hey Queen. So the ones that were on Hey Queen, he always kind of like, you know, like he didn't pretend like he didn't know them. Right. He didn't give them any extra special attention either. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 So how about the judges? Did you know the judges? Yeah, I know the judges. I know JoJo just because uh, we have worked together through Todrick actually a few times. Oh. That's how I know JoJo. I know Adrian through Dancing at the Abbey. We dance at the Abbey together sometimes. And then I know Greg through uh, jerking off to his videos. Oof. And what about uh, Teddy, Bear. Teddy Bear? Teddy Bear. I just follow Teddy Bear through uh, Instagram. That's how I know Teddy. This is interesting because we've had we had four or five... This would be our fourth, I believe. We had Zaddy, uh, Randy Boo, Steve. Steven, uh, uh, Max Adonis. Oh, yeah. So five. You, so we interviewed a bunch of the people, and a lot of them were like, oh, we got recruited to be on the show. Yeah. So I find it really cool that you just applied, and then you were the winner. That's oh. really amazing. I didn't know they were recruited. They were like oh, asked. Oh, they were asked, and they still had to send in a ah. video. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. That yeah. makes sense. But I guess that's more like casting. And what the I loved about yeah, casting. What I loved about you being on the show was 
you really brought it. Yes. I think other people were like, oh, I'm going to put three little jock straps in a bag and like come to the show. You had looks. You had outfits. You were giving backstage drama the day that you dressed in all black with a hood on your face. Yes. You, you, you decided to and have I a rivalry a with AJ. Uh-huh. You had a, a, an apology arc. Like you had all of these things going on. So you were making good TV. Yeah, you were yeah. self-producing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the other girls were mad. Can we talk about the conversation when they were pissed about you coming in with uh, themed clothing? Yeah. Yeah, and the burlesque number. It was yeah. the burlesque one. Yeah. They, where were, they like, were like, we were supposed to have a, we were white, shirt a white shirt and whatever. And did, the, did the thing say you're going to be doing a burlesque number or did it say bring a white shirt and black pants? Well, we didn't know what was going on, but they told us that we were that we needed to bring a white t-shirt and a black pants from home mm-hmm. i don't own those things yeah i didn't have them so i just i just had brought everything that i brought i always have a white button on a black pants ready to go i don't have that <laughs> what do are you in suits? eighth grade marching band suits? well it came in handy <laughs> and the the tea is they actually did bring me bring me an outfit like someone some from production went out and brought me an outfit but they brought it back and i was like I'm not wearing that. <laughs> when I knew it was a burlesque number, I was like, oh, I'm for sure going to wear my burlesque outfit. That yeah, of course. Okay, so you, you came know? and you had just packed a bunch of yeah. just like whatever that was just you could in, get your That was just from. in my Rolodex. So. Well, also, I we keep that. saying came and packed. You were living at home. <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, right. You just opened a drawer yeah. and went there. Okay. We were going back better. and forth. <laughs> The whole time yeah. during filming. The oh person, my, the person, my brain was still filling the blank of like, oh, and at the end they go home to their hotel room. No, the only person who was at there was Max Adonis, Max Adonis who was, parked, he was outside parked outside in, in his front. van. Yeah. yeah. So they had a, every um, every night they had an opportunity to go shopping, to go shopping, to go shopping go and borrow. go do whatever yeah, you're it was. in L.A. So they didn't have an excuse. They could have borrowed an outfit. You know, they could have did whatever. So the fact that they didn't have looks, that really wasn't an excuse. How did it feel when they were all so pissed? Ooh, it was hot. It felt so, it just I felt know. right. I could feel the energy of you not caring, especially when you were just sitting in that chair in all black and you didn't say a word for so long that I was like, where did he go? <laughs> yeah, you you were like, why is there a mannequin? I texted, the- why the fuck is there a mannequin in here? And I was like, is it filler? Did it, was he sick that day? Like, I don't understand. And then you spoke and I lost my mind. Uh, oh, you're talking about when I was in the Kardashian? Yeah, yeah. it was the full Kardashian. Oh, yeah. Well, that was during the Kardashian met moment right. during yeah. that whole time. But, I mean, I just wanted to throw shade because, I mean, that's the name of the game, right? Right. So that's really all that was. You was know? there anyone on the show that you really didn't get along with? Or were you so, always so separate that it didn't matter? Um. Well, I honestly get along with everybody everywhere that I go. Yeah. So it was kind of hard for me what to What about the one that was always eating in this confessional? AJ. Yeah, AJ. AJ. He's the one that I couldn't stand, you know? But he was just egging it on, you know? Right. Like, as you know, one should. But, like, he was also getting on my nerves at the same time. So I was like, okay, well, let's play, so- you know? You knew you were going to win from the jump. Right? Oh, I knew I was going to win from the beginning. Yeah. You, you didn't feel, you didn't feel anything from any of these hoes. Uh, nothing. Not even when you were like, oh, there's a, already a personal con- connection between Johnny and this person. Uh-huh. Oh no, gosh. there's one. Ken. Ken yes. was one Ken. that I was worried about. Yeah, I was worried about Ken the whole time, too. Yeah, just because he has body or whatever. It's and not he, or whatever. He has body. <laughs> he has, he body. has body and face. Yes, yes. Yeah. But um, he's also, like, the king of WeHo. He, like, dances at all the clubs. Right. WeHo, so I was like, mm, he might be one to look out now, for. Now, can I say something controversial? Yeah. Oh, please. You won Go Go for the Gold. Yes. Go Go for the Gold. But you don't really go-go dance. <laughs> yes, what I do. Like go-go you dance. have a history of go-go dancing, but I consider you like a booked dancer, like uh-huh. a tour dancer, like a music video dancer. Like, like you're not up on a box three times a week right now, uh-huh. are you? Well, not right now because I don't have to right now. Ooh. But the T is. But isn't the whole idea of go-go for the gold that you love? 10K goes real quick. That you love to? Oh, it goes real fast. 10K goes real Isn't it about that you love to? That it's your passion? (laughs) That you want to make someone feel something? Oh, it's about being good at it. Um, I don't think that go-go dancing should be the end goal for anybody, you know? But um (laughs) What? I did go-go dancing. What if it is someone's end goal? What if they like really truly enjoy it? Um, and they gonna be up there knocking their eighty year old knees together on a, a little stand, shaking their hole. <laughs> well, then fuck yeah, but that's yeah. not my story. That's not your goal. Yeah, 
But um, I did in the beginning. I go go danced a lot. I used okay. to go go dance seven nights a week. Trust oh, me. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay. at all the clubs: Tiger Cause... Heat, the Abbey, Rage, all the clubs. Oh my gosh! I just have like terrible memories at all three of those places. So <laughs> you thought it, I was like, no, it's fine. Are you excited that uh, Heart is Heart is back? Oh yeah, I danced there a few times since they opened up, and it's I love it. They put like so much money into renovations. Yeah, it's gorgeous. I love it. It's okay, exactly so my controversial statement is proved false. I d- that you don't go go dance because I just see you out on tour. I'm I, like, oh, you do these other things. No, I'm actually go go dancing this month at oh. uh, Summer Tramp. Oh, uh, where are they doing that? On downtown, August, uh, in downtown at the Grand Center, um, and it's uh, <laughs> um, it's the, whoever uh, the people who throw Evita's party. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I, it's Ollie and, yeah, uh, and Andres. Yeah, yeah, Andres. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, I I party with them a lot. Cool. Did you go to that Evita party at the mansion? In the house? No, I was with Todrick during that time. Oh, okay. So I didn't. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I I almost went, but the you monkey weren't invited. Pops, yeah. I was invited. I was absolutely invited. I talked to Mateo. I was like, where is that? And he it's was far. like, it's like he the was Hollywood like, Hills and you have to take a car to get to it. But he was like, it's some old lady's house who just lets them throw the party there. It's like a residential home. It's yeah. not like a venue. Yeah, I thought it was like what, a home venue. Like a rented home. Yeah. No, it's like some lady's house. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was getting. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So before she must be staring out those windows like, yes, fags, enjoy my pool, fags. <laughs> You're actually dressed like her. Yeah, Get in the pool, gays. <laughs> I want your DNA. <laughs> There's gays fucking in her back. Okay. So I have been following you for a, a long time, uh-huh. and you have recently sort of jumped from one lane to the other. Yes. And because you spend a lot of time being a teacher and a coach yes. when it comes to like dance competition, cheerleading, gymnastics, something yes. in that realm. Uh, I used to be a cheerleader and a competitive dancer. Okay. So that's where all the tricks and the acrobatics come from. So I used to um, teach it when I was in like my early 20s, mid 20s. And your social media used to be like a lot of like, yes, this music video I'm in, but then also cheer competitions and like teenage girls doing tricks and you being like, you better do it. And you used to always post videos of you dropping into the splits in front of like st- like bleachers of teenage girls who would just stand at their feet and applaud. Oh Because <laughs> you were like that, like, you know, iconic gay coach. Yeah. Uh-huh. That was me. And then you stopped doing that and you tatted your face up and you make porn now. <laughs> yes. Now I'm a porn star. What was the jump? From that, and when did you know you? Because obviously, I'm sure you were like, I can't do both of these things at the same time. Yes, that was one factor, but the real thing was COVID. COVID had happened, and that's where the jump happened. Um, but at that time, I realized like I just am tired of like giving all of my everything like to these kids. You know, like I was putting so much energy into just not me. You know. Yeah. So yeah. When COVID happened, like I kind of like rearranged my priorities and like just you know decided that I'm going to put like a hundred of my percent of my energy into myself. That's cool. That's yeah. great. Uh-huh. So I started with OnlyFans, and yeah, I just want to be able to create my own schedule and and do my own thing, and you know. Now, how is scheduling? Are some of them flaky? <laughs> Do they not show up on time? Yeah. Do they get there and you're like, well, we only have an hour and you're not showered, so you're cutting into our time? <laughs> yeah, a lot of them are flaky because, I mean, sex is not really s- the easiest thing to schedule. You yeah. Know? See, you always say this, but I love scheduled sex. Uh-huh. Oh, really? Yes. Uh-huh. Well, he also never comes. Uh-huh. What are you talking about? He's never. <laughs> I come all the time. No. I'm coming right now. No. You said that you don't. No, no, no. You don't jerk off at all, like ever. Yeah, so, don't jerk off. Yeah, so for you, it's like, oh, I I will continue to hold this load until Tuesday at 2 o'clock. <laughs> Whereas for other people who enjoy sex and, and jerking off or whatever, scheduling it for Tuesday at 2, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to be horny at Tuesday at 2. You never know. But if you scheduled a meet up with someone who you find attractive. It's still, I feel like, would be difficult. It's it's not spur of the moment. It's lost, like, the spontaneity of it. I think it's easy for me, but I feel like a lot of people, it's not easy for them. To schedule. Yeah. I can. So I get flaked on a lot. I don't find myself flaking on very much. And on time and very punctual person. <laughs> you feel you can come on command? 
Uh, not a command, but I can come. You can on. get yourself there. I will get there. I will finish. That's great. Yeah. One thing about me. One thing about me. I'm always gonna finish. <laughs> All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. Okay, we are back. We're back. Take the plug out if it's vibrating. No, your butt plug. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so um, uh, OnlyFans, what is the most satisfying thing about that? You said, yeah, you get to make your own schedule. Obviously, you're making money. Do you feel like a sexual freedom? Like, is there like a voyeuristic aspect where you're like, oh, my God, everyone can see me have sex? Um, Yeah, that's a part of it. But I found, like, going through my journey, like, I, I like having, like, more personal sex. Okay. Like, I enjoy yeah. that more. But it's, like, two sides. Like, I, I like both sides of it. Like, when the camera's on, that's fun, too, you know? So. You like throwing your tricks, the tricks that we got to see on uh, Go-Go for the Gold? You, you oh, yeah. Those around splits. Oh, I throw tricks. <laughs> <laughs> and the tricks throw him. Ah! But I'll, we'll add that in. <laughs> yeah, thanks. <laughs> Are people like surprised or excited or everyone knows what they're getting into when you, when you decide to film with them? Um, yeah. Yeah. They normally talk about how they want to use my legs in certain ways. And, oh, you know. oh, so you to like, quote the so you Lady really Gaga go a... of drag, Laganja Estranja, legs overhead like a pretzel. Exactly. So before you shoot an OnlyFans scene, do you like have like a shot list, or you're kind of like, we'll start here on the bed making out, and then I'm gonna move the camera, and then your shirt will be off, and then you put it inside me, and I do weird leg stuff, <laughs> or is it just kind of like however it happens, happens? It's usually very like amateur and organic. We just set the camera up and just kind of look every once in a while to make sure we're still in the frame, but. But mostly just focus on each other. I couldn't do that. I would be like in here. I'd be constantly checking Uh to make sure. And what kind of moaning sounds do you make? (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever done a drop split on a dick? Yes, I have. Ah! Like from above? Uh Uh-huh. You broke a penis? Uh Uh-huh. Because you have to be nice and loose in order to drop onto it. Yeah. And you have to have good aim. Yeah, you got to know where your hole is. And so you've injured someone? Um, Yeah. And what How they, do you what heal they an do? Dick? You, they wrap it up and you just time. Yeah, it's just yeah. You have to wait. And yeah. so you go about living your life, and then three weeks later, you get a text. It's like all healed. Uh huh. Ooh. And then they're ready to go uh. again. <laughs> I have a question okay. about making porn. Okay. Do you find well? What is your what is your sort of type off camera? <sighs> My type off camera, I hate to say it, but like I like guys like me. Uh-huh. <laughs> like uh-huh. I like guys with tattoos who, you know, there's kind of an ethnic and viewigity to them, you know? So, do you find that your um, who you film with has broadened your sexual range because you go, oh, that person has a lot of followers, I have a lot of followers? I, you know, can find them sexy for work? Like, have oh, you fucked yeah. outside of your type a lot? Oh, yeah. That definitely plays a factor into it. Like, and has that been surprising? Yeah. um, Not really. Oh, but okay. there are a few guys. Do who, you just look at it as, like, just sex with them? Like, It's more of, like, a business transaction, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, the more followers you have, like, or the bigger di- dick you have, like, the more, se- like, the more it turned on, like, I get for it. You know? Ooh, the more followers. The How more many followers, followers you got? 81,500. <laughs> oh, work. <laughs> <laughs> Hard as a rock. No, I remember I have a friend who's sort of like a daddy type who makes porn, and I was looking at- Rocco Steele? Uh, we had Rocco on the show. Yeah. You're, you're a friend with Rocco? You're a friend with Rocco? 
No, but I've jacked off to his form before. Yeah. yeah, he's hot. And it was weird talking to him, too, because I was like, oh, and you're normal and nice and smart. Yeah, he wasn't being now like... I'm like even hornier. He wasn't being like porn daddy on the podcast. No, he was literally like... We, we talked about musical It felt uncomfortable when we started talking about his dick. Yeah. I was like, oh, I want to go back to talking to dad. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, I, I, I'm friends with Lance Charger, and yeah. I saw... like I was like on Twitter, and so I follow him. Charger. And then I was like, oh, there you are in a video with him. So it's, it was very interesting to see see you sort of pop up not me having to look up who lance charger is. and don't worry i won't do it on the office tablet <laughs> yeah do it on the personal phone um so what are your what are your goals with the only fans oh well my goals um is basically to use it to launch me into my artistry um basically i'm in considered not really considered an artist yet but I'm moving into the lane of becoming an artist. So. In what in what field? Um, Dance, um, body, music. I'm music. in the middle of making a song right now. Actually, oh. Oh. yeah. What kind of song? Um. Well, the vibe is kind of like an early 2000s pop rock. Um. Yeah, kind of like Blink 182. I love that. That's so in oh, right now. That's really that's fun. really smart. Yeah. So, yeah, that's so exciting. How I'm long have you been into music? Um, well, I, my brother actually is, uh, he is a musician and he's a producer. So he is really the musician of the family. So I was always too scared to do it. But now, now that I have this newfound power, yeah. I'm like, I can do anything. So, Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, yeah. He's helping me create the song basically. That's oh my fun. gosh, that's so fun. Yeah. And you're singing about... Sucking and fucking. <laughs> your brother helping you. Are you um, thinking about drop splits on, drop split <laughs> on broken dick? It's a it's under wraps right now, but you guys will see when it. When Ooh, it I'm so excited. Um, I want to talk about your tattoos. Okay. Because you have a lot. Yeah. You wait. Were... You said out. You you stopped the cheering after the pandemic started. Right. But you got all the face tattoos in the last two years. Yeah, during the pandemic. Commitment. Yeah. Well, so we recently bumped into each other, which is at um, a sex party no, again. No, at, quit meeting our guests there <laughs> <laughs> on set at Evie Oddly's music video. Oh yeah, mm. and you were cast as a tattoo artist, right? And they had ordered a portable, like USB charged tattoo gun, okay, off of Amazon, which you can do. And yes, of course, that's why I said it. Okay. <laughs> Do you think you can't do it? Oh no, I don't know. It's not illegal. It's not illegal. <laughs> I know it's not illegal. I just But you you were meant to like use the tattoo gun in your setup, right? Right. And I look over and you're testing it out, just sort of going Z-Z-Z-Z-Z. Yeah. I got it right here. What is it? Oh, the little the smiley little smiley face. face. Wait, they gave you ink as well? I would have tried it out. Yeah. Just do do do? Yeah. Abora has one, and I sometimes think about just going over to her house and being like, "Just tattoo something on me." How many tattoos do you have? Um, I, it's between like fifty and seventy. And are you planning on doing more? Um, well, he's got the oh whole yeah, other arm right there. I have a whole lot more to go. And Would on you your jawline your... over here, it says entrepreneur. No, it says Saturday. <laughs> oh. <laughs> On the other side, it says. Why does it say Saturday? Does that say entrepreneur? Yes, entrepreneur. Saturday. You know that? <laughs> no, what is that from? <laughs> <laughs> it's just some internet meme of this drunk kid saying the word Saturday a bunch of times. Yeah, they're like, what's Friday for? And he goes, Saturday. <laughs> what, no, what's Sunday for? Saturday. <laughs> it's supposed um, to be Sundays for the boys. Yeah, Sundays for the boys, but Saturdays. Saturday. <laughs> um, so, did you have you ever tattooed yourself, or was that your first time doing it? No, that was my first time doing it. But I'm down if you're gonna if I mean if you're gonna give me a tattoo gun, why would I not tattoo myself? Which one hurt the most? Did this hurt? This looks like it would hurt. No, this one didn't hurt the most. The hardest, the hard part is staying still for four hours. Oh That's yeah, because you, you have to like let them like, know you have to swallow. No, you don't have to let them know that oh. much, but you cannot move. And that's really the hard part. The pain's not really that hard, but sitting still, it's like sitting in a coffin. She's trying so it. She tried it. Well, I'm no, I'm just thinking also, I was like, well, you have a different pain threshold. I've seen some of the penises we've talked about here. <laughs> the most painful though is the inner thigh for sure. Inner, inner thigh. thigh. I thought I got like the little top of my knee done, and that really hurt when he was getting close to the bone. Yeah, she's gaggy. She hurts. Uh-huh. I also heard ankles hurt. Yeah. 
ankle shirt. Hurt. Did your face hurt? Someone no, got, face doesn't hurt. I saw someone get their ear tattooed, and they were like, it wasn't the most painful, but it was definitely the loudest. Yeah. Well, these are quick, so the, the fast ones aren't, don't hurt. Where there's well, a lot that one of shading. on the arm was... Yeah. That one looks like it would hurt. Yeah, this one that definitely hurt. Okay, I come from a family where, like, if I mention pierced ears, my mother goes like, <sighs> "Yeah." Like, did you? What was your family reaction? Because you still, you're very close with your family. You still see them all the time, right? Yes, I do see them all the time. But when I was getting my face done, I stayed off social media for like a year, and then I showed up to Thanksgiving and bitch. With how many? What was there? The airplane? there was nothing. I didn't have anything on my neck or my face the last time my family saw me, and I showed up with all of this, all of this on the side. Who cried? Did your mom cry? Um, she was pissed. I don't know if she cried or not. But Honestly, though, pissed. it's like not that hard to cover up. What do you mean? Well, Peach has a face tattoo, and sometimes for like an event or something, she put makeup on it. I think. She can cover it for drag. Like, you don't see... Oh, you're she saying... Has, like, a huge... You're saying it's not the end of the world because if you need to cover it up, you can't. Yeah, they have, like, tattoo covers and stuff Did she, that are waterproof. What was her... Like, what... Was it just, like, why would you do that? Yeah, I think she felt like... She thought that I hated myself or something. And I'm like... You're like, like no. The opposite, it's the mama. opposite. That's I'm like, I'm no. I... I I just look at it more of like a transformative thing, you know? Yeah. Like I just couldn't see myself without it, you know? Like I just wasn't satisfied till I got it done. And I've been thinking about getting my face done ever since I turned 18. I just never had the time to do it uh-huh. until COVID. So and like, you love it. Hmm. Oh, yeah. I love it. You're going to get more face stuff? Oh, yeah. I'm going to get a lot more stuff done. Has it changed your... Um, partners that you work with do you feel like people have been like oh i don't want to fuck a guy with space no i get more dick because i whoop. assume yeah yeah it's hotter. Tattoos are hot. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah now, does your, what does your mom think about your only fans has she seen that work no she doesn't know that i do it uh so she hasn't just googled you at all <laughs> no she doesn't does she know about like your your internet name like Rico tv she knows about that yeah. but she doesn't know about bad kid she she knows she knows that about those names, but she doesn't know that I do porn. She hasn't brought it up, at least. Interesting. That just seems... The, I think the only thing really stopping me from getting this dick out to the world is my mom being alive. <laughs> oh, were you trying to do porn? No, but I wouldn't not do it if my parents were dead. Yeah. It is interesting. There's always such a... I'm always so impressed with Heard people. that, Nikki? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, die, mom. Die, die. bitch. <laughs> Fuck. No, it is it is interesting that kind of holds, you know, that that the like a uh, a judgment or a personal relationship could yeah. have. Yeah. How did you like free that up and just be like, eh, I'm okay with everyone seeing this. It's hot. Um, it was just yeah, it was just more of a it was really uh Amber Rose and her whole like slut shame um, that really kind of opened my eyes to it and I'm just I just became more of a just a fuck what everybody thinks kind of you mentality. I I always had that mentality, yeah. but it just became just more so prevalent during that time when everybody, you know, everyone was joining during that time. So I was like, fuck yeah, me too. Right. A lot of people were at home. They were like, this is going to be the way I make money. I'm starting up. Yeah, I guess you, it just seems like you've gone so far in two years. It just, to, in my mind, I feel like you were doing it before the pandemic. Yeah. But I can't believe it's only been two years. Oh. And you do a lot of topping on that channel. I do a lot of both. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Uh-huh. Good for you. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> my research was wrong. We're gonna change the research. <laughs> Versatile. Versatile. <laughs> um, Mom doesn't know. <laughs> don't do all that. Um, what are some things that you want to do in your dance career? Like some goals that you want to do in your dance career? Are there places dance, you should dance for Madonna before her face pops? Um, <laughs> material girl. Well, in I'm a material, material world. world. <laughs> I mean, I've done pretty much everything you, that you can, like okay, in the industry as a dancer. So uh, you know, I'm just ready for the next step. Like I've just really just wanted to become my own entity and my own personality right now. Like I'm pretty much done backup dancing at this point. You That's know? amazing. So wow, that what a great place to be in. Yeah. You just want to show. You've already burned through the 10k. <laughs> You just got off an international tour. Like, how fun. <laughs> yeah. And you're starting music. Like, you're in such a great space. Uh-huh. Yeah. 
Don't fuck it up. <laughs> you call, he called. It's Yo, no, you're good. We can all fuck we it up. We can all fuck at any minute. I'm curious. I, everyone about... tells me in LA you're only one mistake away from being a homeless person. <laughs> I mean, and I it's bo- true. honestly believe that we're all on the point Just, of eviction yeah. if we don't pay that rent. Yes, it's fucking landlords. You bike everywhere. Everywhere. Like many, many miles. Yes. Where did Where you come you from today? Uh, right now, I came from uh, uh, Miracle Mile. On your bike. On bicycle. your bike? Well, we took the uh, metro. We jumped oh, on okay. the metro to get here. Smart. But I have, Smart. I can get here uh, on my bike easily. Because you're always posting on your Instagram stories like, oop, Equinox, it's 5.30 in the morning. I just did a 12-mile bike ride to get to this workout. Yeah. How much time do you spend working out? Um, a lot. I do Look two workouts a day. And two a day. Two. two a day. Yeah. Two a day. Two a day. And they're both about an hour long. <laughs> Do it, And this is my trainer right here. Oh. oh. <laughs> Did you ride the bike too? Yeah. Oh my God. Okay, so both an hour long, two a day. I mean, your life is like. Just working out. Working out. Your life is doing working your body. Out, fucking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Making music. Making music and making money. Uh-huh. Couldn't imagine a better life. Yeah. You seem like you're always trying to do something. You don't seem like a lazy person. Have you ever binge watched a TV show? Um, yeah, but I'm not really a sit down and watch for a long time. I like Me to Me either. Move. I can't do a movie. Yeah. I like, oh, yeah, if I she... sit down for too long, then it's too much. I'm more of a YouTube. Give me a few seconds. Give me a TikTok. And then I'm on to the next gig. You know what I mean? Oh, so this podcast is probably hard. A long form. <laughs> no, this is, no, this isn't too bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, let's take, take a break. break. <laughs> As a singer, thoughts. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> I don't believe a what damn is, word this idiot said. What are some of your favorite? Like, I know that you have a long-standing relationship with Shangela. Yes. Like you've done. White- did you go to Puerto Vallarta with her during the yes, pandemic? I did. Were you there handing out the food to the children? Uh, yeah, I was there during the boat sinking too. <laughs> were you on the boat? I wasn't on the boat. We weren't on the boat, but we were there. During did the you time. see it? Um, no, we didn't see it. Oh. I would that would have changed my life. I wouldn't be here today if I saw that boat. <laughs> Where would you be? Somewhere better, probably. <laughs> I don't know. Had I seen it, I think a lot would change. Yeah. Oh yeah. What happened? We were probably a part just... of that internet backlash. But what <laughs> happened? Shanja, everyone was like, why would you be partying in PV during COVID? Well, she went down there for a party. To a party, and I think she ended up helping people. So in the yeah. end, it was net positive, so good for her. You really uh, swirl around a lot of controversial figures. <laughs> yeah, you really like to hang out with Todrick and Shangela. <laughs> Don't do them like that. Miss Shangela, who refuses to do interviews. You know she doesn't do podcasts or anything? She used to host a bunch of podcasts. No, she doesn't do any of them. Why not? She, I think post-Porta. Because she just doesn't want people bringing She doesn't up want people to ask her hard questions lip. that she can't like skirt past. If she was stuck in this room and I was like, what were you doing in Puerto Vallarta? She'd be like, well, uh, ooh, ah, ooh, I bet she would <laughs> just say that she was doing a gig. Anyways, I wanted to know about like best memories of gigs because the thing that has always been cool about Shangela is like works her ass off. Like, didn't she do, she did a show in every, all 50 states. Yes. She's performed on all seven continents. Yes. Did you travel with her for a lot of these shows? Yeah, I did many shows with Shangela. She's actually my drag mother. But, um, uh, I mean, she's never put me in drag, but, oh. <laughs> but she called Thank me. God. <laughs> I love Shangela. But I also But you want to interview her. But I would like, to, I have some hard questions for her. <laughs> Where were some of the best gigs that you did? Were you uh, there when she broke her can leg? Can you just laugh? <laughs> yeah, what were your favorite gigs? I mean, all of, honestly, all of my gigs that I do with Shangela are my favorite. I've done, I've worked with most, not most, but many of the RuPaul girls, and Shangela is my first, my favorite one to work with. It's Who's choreographing? So um, usually it's Mike Silas who choreographs. I sometimes choreograph. 
Um, she sometimes choreographs, so she's like, "Let's do that good box step, that windmill <laughs> arm, and that slam to the ground." Oh yeah. Well, yeah. Wait, what? Did you work with her when she broke her leg, or when she broke her leg? I was around that time, but I wasn't at that gig. But okay. I do remember my favorite memory from her. Okay. My favorite memory from working with her was actually a rehearsal that we were having with her, and. She lives with Jennifer Lewis. Right. So, um, still, right? Um, I think she still lives with her. <clears throat> so after we were done rehearsing, she was like, let's go show Jennifer our number. So we were like, oh, my God. So we go up to Jennifer Lewis's um, bedroom, like on the third floor of her house. Yeah. And then Shanja like sets up her phone and like hits record. And then like we like perform our little gig that um number that we're gonna perform the next night for um jennifer and jennifer's like hollering all these like these corrections at us and she's like you're too slow you're too fast she's like telling us all these i things. love it yeah and then after we were done performing um shangela went to get her phone and then the storage was full so we didn't get any of that footage <laughs> But leave it to Shandy. No, that is such a drag queen yeah. thing to be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll My computer. Yeah. <laughs> My computer is constantly full and it's literally just duplicates of the same song. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but it was an amazing me- memory. That is, that is so cool. great. Yeah. That's so crazy. I feel like Jennifer Lewis would be the best acting coach or like the best coach, period. Yeah. Literally, people like when she's like walking by. For red carpet events, people are like, how are you feeling tonight? She's like, the thing about life is. Yes. She's just full of wisdom. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's very cool. I feel like Shangela's that way, too. She's been in the industry so long, she must know everything. Oh, she's very, she is very much. Uh, Have you done way. anything with We're Here? Yeah, I was in season two. You got an Emmy, too? I got an Emmy, too. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like they're just handing them out over there at We're Here. What city? What town were you in for season two? I did the Temecula city. Yes. The city with the cheerleaders. Yeah, that was intense. Yeah, it was intense. I don't believe I recall that one. Well, Temecula is not too far no, from it's here. Real close. Yeah. And it was like so conservative. Uh-huh. It was sort of like, well, like we, okay, so we just did a gig down in Mobile, Mobile Alabama. Alabama. Uh-huh. And then I was just with my family for my sister's birthday in Colorado, we like went to some hot springs. And it's so interesting when you like leave the LA bubble, which you do a lot because you travel all the time. And yeah, you're doing these like super queer gigs, but you're in totally new places. When we were at the hot springs, I I told the story on the pod, but I sat down and these two complete strangers basically started having a conversation about trans identity and trans rights and like how fucked up it was. And I was like, is this what's straight strangers talk about as like talking points. Yeah. And it's so wild to see sort of how all of that is. And it's also so hard for me to hear some of that stuff when I agree with it. (laughs) Like I truly don't want kids around me when I'm in drag. I agree with that. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like there's a true awakening happening right now. And we're here is a big part of that. I think. Yeah. And you should not go near kids. I should never be around children. What do you think about kids around drag? <laughs> um, I feel like kids should be exposed to every aspect of the LGBT community. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be that way. That's All right, it's our final, <laughs> final uh, segment, which is called Fuck Talk! And listen, we've been talking about fucking a lot. Because we're talking about your work. But now is a moment uh, when we like people to share their craziest, wildest hookup story. You know, the go-to story when everyone starts on that late night on the tour bus and they all share their wild and crazy hookup story. Do you have one? Oh, yes. I have a great one. Oh, yeah. Oh, yay! (laughs) Okay. So this one's kind of crazy. So this one is like Pride 2019. Okay. So I met this couple at White Party the the year prior. So Uh I invited them to come stay with me for Pride 2019. So they fly, they book a plane, come out. They're staying with me. And then we go to this place called Gyukaku. Have you had heard of yukaku it's no. like japanese barbecue like k barbecue where you oh nice we had an amazing dinner next day we went to pride had a great time like partied our ass off like it was no other came back home um went to sleep and then i woke up and i was like what is that smell 
And I literally thought that I had like shit myself or something. Like I had to just like thought I got fucked last night and like shit myself. I don't know what was going on. But <laughs> I <laughs> I look oh I wake up and I look over and the couple is like I was sleeping on the futon by this point because I was just sick and over it. But I look over and the couple is sleeping on my bed and they wake up in a puddle of diarrhea. Yeah. A puddle of diarrhea in my bed in my apartment. Wait, I love that you you were like, "I'll take the futon." <laughs> Y'all are allowed to, in my bed. Yeah, and then they shit your bed. Yeah, I shit my bed, and then I had a gig with Gia Gun that day, so I was like, "I gotta go." So I had to like got all my shit and like headed out the apartment, and, and then said, "Clean that up, please." And I said, "Clean that up, please." And I came back, and the mattress was clean, and they left five hundred dollars for a new mattress and. Yeah, that was that. And they and you never saw them again? Yeah. And I was thinking back, and the gag of the story is, when we were eating at that Japanese barbecue place, they weren't cooking their meat, which I found very strange. I was like, why are these people not cooking their meat? So, yeah. Had they I, ever had Korean barbecue before? I mean, they had to have. I don't know what was going on. They're from another country, so I don't know what they do with their meat in I other countries. maybe they didn't know to cook it? I think they didn't know what how to what how to cook the meat. So. And you were sitting there cooking yours. Um, I was cooking my meat. Yeah, I like my meat black. Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, how interesting. That is That's, awful. Yeah. I'm so sorry that happened to your bed. Yeah. Were they sick? Um, they didn't seem sick. So. They just had one big evacuation. Yeah, I just think they had evacuate the dance floor. Yeah, <laughs> that's really upsetting. I, yeah. and you and they, there wasn't like an apology note. There was just money. There was apology text. Okay, but... sorry for shit in the bed. No, sorry that for... is a bold, a bold thing to meet some people and then say, "Come, come and stay, stay with, with me. me." Yeah, I don't let strangers in my house. Well, that's how strong our connection was the first time we met. We had like the strongest like three way thruple connection. It was the weirdest thing, but not after it that. Never was be it me. strong at white party, so it was enhanced. Uh-huh. Was there drugs involved? Yeah, there were drugs involved. Did you see their auras? Yeah, I saw their auras. Um, no, but they ended up getting married after that. So, oh. well, you know, sometimes shit brings people together. <laughs> that's right. It can also tear people apart, and it's, in this case, it did both. They overcame the adversity. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have any. Well, I'm dealing with the thing that stood out to me from that story was the like meeting someone once and then beginning that connection. Like, I'm currently dealing with an interesting back and forth where it's like it's a person who I just interacted with like one. Why do you always look at me when I get cold? You do a little shiver. Because I have a little flash of cold. I get a little shiver going. Um, you know, once just a quick interaction and then it's like. Oh, I'm going to come see you. Oh, this. Oh, that. And it feels like very, it, like, it feels like it could be really fuckboy behavior. Yeah. yeah. Because they're like, oh, when are you free? When can you make time? When can you host me? And then. And then they you... come stay with you and then they have a million other LA friends. Yes. Or yeah. they're like, they're, they use it as an opportunity to come to town yeah. or they use an opportunity to yeah, like the minute meet you're like, other people. Come hang out at my house. And then their Twitter changes to in LA, yes. July, whatever, to whatever. Yeah. And you're like, uh-oh. What have I opened up? Yeah. I don't know. Because also it's like we live in a different time now where we're constantly surrounded by other people on social media, by like other options, by we all have like a thousand Instagram friends. So you kind of like I get the the feeling that you want to like meet everyone that you know in LA and like go hang out with anyone. I don't know. Yeah. It's an interesting no, I understand sort of that, dynamic. But it is weird. Do you ever have you met people online and then when you meet them in person to film or something? They're just completely different. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Most, and you're like, oh, you might be on the spectrum, sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I've, there's some boys. I would not doubt they were on the spectrum. Do you have like a super weird filming story where someone is like, oh, I can only film from this angle or I have to do it like this Christian way? Like Christian Bale in the Batman Or like, like do people, because, uh, you know, on, on, on bigger industry porn sets, it was really regular to have a fluffer, right? Yeah. And then when you're... Are you throwing your hat in the ring? Well, I like to fluff. I've been known to fluff. Uh, but like on an OnlyFans, it's just you and the other person in their phone. Yeah. yeah. The only or a camera. <laughs> don't don't Or a it. camera. But the idea is that like it's meant to be more organic sex. Right. So I would find it interesting if like an OnlyFans creator was like, oh no, I bring 
my girlfriend along and she sucks my dick until I'm ready to fuck you. Uh-huh. That yeah. which would be hotter. The only weird sex I've had on camera is like studio porn. That uh, is when it starts getting weird and the director is giving you like a million different directions. And that's the only time that I've only been kind of turned off, you know. Other than that, like I'm pretty good at like picking partners and knowing like who I'm going to have like good chemistry with, mm. you know. So I haven't ran into that problem yet. <laughs> and the moans you make sound like. Saturday. Well, listen, um, when is your music going to come out? Um, hopefully before the end of the year. Okay. Okay. It's like in mid-production right now. So That's this is my exciting. first time producing a song, so I don't know when it's going to be done. I mean, well, it takes him two years. <laughs> you so. know, yeah, you filmed that music video months ago. So it takes him a very long time to, to get come that out. stuff out. Yeah, it's a journey. Wait, I just it's a labor of love. One time someone shat, or no, no, no. Okay, I was living in New York City. Oh, okay. I was living on the Lower East Side. Where? Oh, well, technically Alphabet City. <laughs> and I had a friend who I knew from high school coming to stay with me. He was my ex-boyfriend. There were no plans to hook up. He was just sleeping on the sofa for one night. So we went out and we were partying, but I had school the next morning and he was on vacation. So I gave, like, we walked to my door, I opened it, got inside, I gave him the key because he was going to go out and party with some more of our high school mm-hmm. friends. I take sleeping pills. Well, I did at the time. So I was out cold, so I didn't hear I'm a pill head. I, well, yeah. Uh, yes. And um, more cocaine these days, though. So then he um, comes back and, without me knowing, has full-blown sex on my sofa with someone he met out that night or had plans with left doo-doo oo stains all over i had no idea he sleeps on him he gets up leaves the next morning i haven't seen him since like to this day haven't seen him <laughs> and my roommate comes out and goes who were you fucking on the sofa last night like that's really fucked up and i was like i didn't have sex with anybody and he was like well there's shit all over the sofa <laughs> oh. <laughs> i still haven't spoken to that person left doo-doo spots on my sofa and just left how though? No $500, no apology. And it was one of those old sectionals, so it was like a little bit brown, and we had to get it cleaned later. <laughs> and the guy who cleaned it was literally had to do so many passes on it that he was like, I don't know what's happened on the sofa, but please never invite me back. <laughs> that is wild. Isn't that crazy? <gasps> Would you ever fuck on someone's sofa, like, with them in the house? No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might. I mean, I've done it. But they were, like, cool with it? Uh, I specifically told him no strangers. Like, don't bring anyone I back feel because weird. my roommate is here yeah, and you don't know that person. Yeah, I don't think it's the coolest thing to do. Yeah. But I'm guilty. Yeah, I'm, I, well, I'm guilty <laughs> of, I, you know, we, we talk about how I don't masturbate a lot, but. You're in, guilty of leaving doo-doo stains? No, not doo-doo stains, but in college, I remember when my roommate was asleep, I would like quietly jerk off. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> While they're asleep on the yeah, other yeah, yeah. One of the, When I was on one of those tour buses with like the coffin beds, I one night heard, I don't know who it was, but I heard the distinct flapping sounds. Nina West. No, I wasn't near her. Data. I was on, no. I was underneath. Vanjie. No, 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 Vanjie was very far away. And then, you know, she left early. Oh, right. Um, I cannot remember who it was. One of the dancers. Must have been Mo Hart. There were no dancers. Oh. Must have been Mo. <laughs> Probably. She's a horny one. <laughs> well, thank you so much for being about here. <laughs> she was jerking off to the thought of Jesus on the cross. <laughs> thank you so much for coming today, Rico. <laughs> thank you for having me. Where can people follow you on the internet? Uh, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at badkid underscore 99. Because that's can, the year and- you were born? Uh, <laughs> it's not the year I was born. Oh, okay. It was the year um, I first ejaculated. Oh, oh was 99. it a wet dream? <laughs> um, it was to a Britney Spears um, CD. Like to the sound? What <laughs> <Yeah>. song? <laughs> I forgot the name of the song. <laughs> that's that's so funny. That reminds me. Wait, I did... wait, 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 wait. Actually, wait. it was this. It was a music video. It was the music video where she's on the beach and she's like with. Sometimes this, with I run. Guy. No, she's on a dock. On sometimes I run. Which is she's with this hot it. guy on the beach. And you jerked off to the music video. Yeah, and I jerked off to the music video. Nineteen ninety nine. 
first bit what of a cum. year what a bit of, what a year for the first bit of cum <laughs> come spilling where did can i ask this question go for it where did you like nowadays when i do jerk off it'll hit so my it body yeah it happens occasionally i just don't like to do it but sometimes if i'm like in a bathroom or I just need to get it out. Cause that's when it happens. Is, what are you, what are you doing? Just texting. Look at the, <laughs> the Twitter. Yes. I'm not, I don't jerk off recreationally. I do it when it's like a build up, and I'm like, I got to get this done. So sometimes I'm like, Oh, I got to, I'm going to jerk off right into these tissues or this paper towel or like into a rag or something. When you were a kid, a rag. Yeah. And then you wash the rag. When you were a kid, where would you jerk off into? I would just a jerk. sock, the carpet, your what bed sheets. It? You're a kid. It's literally just anywhere it goes. Just into just your go sheets. Into my sheets. Yeah. What about sleep you? on it? And sleep um, on it. <laughs> I would jerk off into like the bathtub and then like, oh yeah, I've done that into, into the toilet into the and flush it. Yeah, into the and toilet. if I was in my room, I would probably just like a try plant? to hold on to it. Oh, right into your hands. Sink. Yeah. yeah, I've done that too. Where you're like, <laughs> oh, but you were good old crusty sheets. Um, yeah, crusty sheets. Well, I didn't want my mom to know. So I knew if it was on the sheets, she would know immediately. Well, I don't think my mom was looking for it, so. Oh, my mom was in my business. If I tried to hide anything, I'd come home from school and she'd be like, look what I got today. Yeah, because she was this? scared you might grow up to become a crossdresser. <laughs> well, I wish she was dead. <laughs> Just kidding. I told mom, please. <laughs> okay. Uh, we've we've done it. Now. Thank you so much for listening to Sloppy Seconds. You can follow us on Instagram at Sloppy Pod. You can send us an email to Sloppy Seconds Pod at gmail.com or call in with your own fuck talk story to 213-536-9180. Our Sloppy Seconds Instagram is Sloppy Pod. And then you can also follow us on Instagram at Big Dipper Jelly at Spiciest Meatball or Fat Drag Meatball on Twitter and Meatball the Drag Queen on TikTok. And don't forget to follow Mom Podcasts everywhere at Mom Podcasts. And if you're a tattoo artist and you want to tattoo some tats on Rico TV, hit him up at badkid underscore 99. Collab. Collabs. <laughs> and don't forget to like and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode, which come out every Tuesday and Friday. You should do a video where someone is simultaneously tattooing you and, and fucking, fucking you. you. Ooh. It would be very up and down, but I think we can make it work. Okay. I'll Maybe be there. The, it could be line drawings is the part of the art. Yeah. <laughs> the hair. Okay. Oh, of the whatever of you're doing. Yeah, of whatever you're doing. No, microblading microblading your, your back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm open to I that. I love that idea. I'm open to that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you heard it here first. You heard it here. Bye. To listen to Sloppy Seconds one day early, ad-free, and to watch our full video episodes, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcast.plus. Sloppy Seconds is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Big Dipper and Meatball. Editing and sound design by... William Pitts! Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. Our artwork was drawn by Christian Cimarroni. And our theme song was written by Mike Malarkey.